Welcome to the Dew of Heaven service with Reverend Brighton Krumah. Reverend Brighton Krumah brings you powerful and practical teachings of the Word of God, which is able to save your soul. Reverend Bright currently pastors the Bronx North Branch of the Kodesh Family Church in New York City, a church full of love, joy, and enthusiasm for the Lord. We pray that this message brings hope and light to your life. Listen and be blessed. This great day, we thank you, Lord, for making way for us to be here this Easter Thursday. We know, Lord, that you have plans concerning us. Plans that are to do us good. We pray, Lord, that your will shall be done here in this service. I avail myself. Holy Spirit, fill me and use me only as a vessel. Let all glory come to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands together for Jesus and you may be seated and turn your Bibles with me to Genesis chapter number 28 and verse number 10. Genesis chapter 28 and verse number 10. And I want to read. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. And he lighted upon a certain place. He lighted upon a certain place. You have come to a certain place. I said, you have come to a certain place. He says, and he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place, in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father. And the Lord God of Isaac, the land whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. The Lord is about to spread somebody to the west, to the east. To the south and to the north, you will not be limited. I say, You will not be limited. Hallelujah! I say, You will not be limited. What I'm going to share with you tonight, if you are able to grasp it, you realize that you will not be limited. Amen. You will not be limited. 
He says, and in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee and will keep thee in all places whither thou goest. And will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken of thee. The Lord will not leave you until he has done that which he has spoken of you. Amen. Amen. And Jacob awaked out of his sleep. And he said, surely. Say surely. Surely. Say surely. surely. And Jacob awaked out of his sleep. And he said, surely the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. And he was afraid. And said, how dreadful is this place. This is none other but the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillows. And set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon it, the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Luz at the first. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go, and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God, and this stone which I have set for a pillow shall be God's house. And all of that thou shalt give me, I will surely give thee a tenth. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 22. Hebrews chapter 12. I want all of your attention. And verse 22. Are you there? He said, But ye are come unto Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. Amen. And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. And to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you enjoying the word of God? Amen. Wonderful. Tonight, on our first day, I want to share with you. Stepping into the supernatural. Stepping into the supernatural. Hallelujah. Stepping into the supernatural. You see, our walk with God is a supernatural walk. The Christian walk, are you listening? Is a supernatural walk. God's creation of the world is a supernatural thing. Do you understand? Yes. The birth of Jesus Christ is a supernatural thing. Very 
is a supernatural event. Your salvation is a supernatural event. That you are born again, that you are a new creature, is a supernatural event. Our walk with God is a supernatural thing. And you cannot walk with God if you cannot step into the supernatural. No one can walk with God if you cannot step into the supernatural. But the problem that a lot of us have, a lot of people, a lot of Christians, the problem that we have is that we tend to relate with God in the natural. And because of that, we don't receive anything from God. Amen. Amen. We tend to want to see things in the natural. We want to feel things in the natural. And because of that, we do not receive anything from God. Amen. Amen. But the only way, say the only way. The The only way we can receive anything from God is to step into the supernatural. Now, it is very important for you to understand this. That the only way you can receive anything from God is to have the ability to step into the supernatural. Otherwise, you cannot receive from God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, the Bible says, But as it is written, I had not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. God has prepared things for you. I say, God has prepared things for you. He says, I have not seen. You have never seen the things that God had prepared for you. You see, I had not seen. It is not what you are looking at. You say, I had not seen. Nor ear heard. Men have not even heard of the things that God had prepared for you. And neither had it entered into the hearts of men. People have not even conceived to design it yet. The things that God had in store for you. Amen. Amen. He says, but God had revealed them to us by his spirit. God has revealed these things to us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things. Yea, the deep things of God. And verse 14 says, But the natural man, say the natural man. The natural man is the one who does not step into the supernatural. He is natural, only natural. And the Bible says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. The natural man cannot receive of the things of the Spirit of God. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And the Bible says the natural man, the man who is natural, the man who looks at himself, the man who wants to feel what he wants to feel, the man who wants to believe in what he can see, the man who wants to believe in what he can touch, the man who depends on the natural, the Bible says he cannot receive anything from the spirit of God. Amen. Because those things, they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. 
They are supernaturally discerned. Are you with me? That is why you cannot receive anything from the Spirit of God if you only want to discern naturally. If you only want to feel naturally. Amen. They are spiritually discerned. Amen. So many people are saved because salvation is something that you receive spiritually. On the other hand, many people are also not saved because they cannot receive the concept of salvation. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Because with God, everything is in the spirit. You cannot receive salvation if you cannot receive God in the spirit. If you want someone to prove to you before you receive salvation, you will never be saved. Amen. Amen. That Jesus Christ died on the cross, died for you and for me, is a supernatural concept. That Jesus Christ was nailed on the cross, and because of that, your sins are forgiven, and my sins are forgiven, and I am made a brand new man, or you are made a brand new woman, is a supernatural concept, and until you step into the supernatural, it will not mean much to you. And for that reason, many people also do not value their salvation. Because you are discerning it in the natural. You are accepting it in the natural. Oh yes, I am a believer because Christ died for my sins. In the natural. You see movies and you see that he was nailed on the cross and he suffered and blood spilled out from his side, and you go, oh, oh, Christ died for me. It's a supernatural concept. And until you step into the supernatural, it will not mean much to you. Are you with me? Yes. yes. Until you step into the supernatural. That the blood of Jesus washes away sins and cleanses you. It's a supernatural concept. I say it's a supernatural concept. That he took upon himself the crown of thorns and suffered for your sake. Many men have suffered. Many people have suffered. But that Christ suffered for you, Christ died for you, is a supernatural concept. And until you step into the supernatural, it will not mean much to you. Hallelujah. It sounds foolish to many people. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 21, it says, For after that, In the wisdom of God. For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. By the foolishness of preaching. It sounds foolishness. In the natural, it sounds foolishness. In the natural, that Christ died on the cross. He was buried. He rose again on the third day and he ascended into heaven and he seated at the right hand side of God the Father Almighty. And if you will believe this and you will accept him and welcome him into your heart, which heart? Then you are born again. Then your sins are forgiven. It sounds foolishness. It sounds like it's foolishness. But it's a great supernatural concept. Hallelujah. And until you step into the supernatural, it will not mean much to you. Hallelujah. Until you step into the supernatural. 
Amen. Amen. It says, verse 27 says, But God had chosen, same 1 Corinthians 1 and 27. It says, But God had chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. God has chosen the foolish things of the world intentionally to confound the wise. And until you step out of your humanly wisdom and step into the supernatural, you cannot receive it. You cannot make sense of it. You cannot welcome it. Amen. Amen. So you can remain natural and continue to analyze things. And when they don't make sense to you, Consider them as foolishness. You can do that. You are allowed. You can remain natural. Do your analysis. Put one and two together. And if it doesn't make sense, throw it away. And say it makes no sense. And consider them as foolishness. The problem with that, the problem with that is that you miss out on great things of God. You miss out on a lot of things that come from God. Hallelujah. So in Jacob's testimony in Genesis chapter 28, as we just read, is a common problem for many Christians. This Jacob's testimony that we read is a common problem for many Christians. Go back to Genesis 28. It is a common problem for many Christians. It is a common problem for you even as you are sitting here. Amen. It's a common problem for you even as you entered here. When I entered here, I saw a supernatural place. When I entered here, I saw the children of God had, had gathered. But when you gather, when you entered here, you say, what happened to our church? Why have, we, why, why have they brought us here? It's a common problem for many Christians. 28 verse 16, it says, And Jacob awaked out of his sleep. Jacob awake out of his sleep. And he said, surely, say surely. surely. He said, surely, the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. You will never know until you step into the supernatural. You will never know that God is in this place until you step into the supernatural. Jacob thought it was a wilderness. He thought it was a hard place. A place where you can find even a pillow. A place where a stone will be your pillow. You put stones upon stones and make them for a pillow. It doesn't look like a place where God will be. It doesn't look like a place where God will be. A place where there's dryness. A place where you can't see anything. You can't see decorations. You can't see building. You can't see, you can't see a church. Are you with me? Yes. He says, surely the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. Tonight I announce to you that the Lord is in this place. May your eyes be open. The Lord is in this place. And may you know it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord is in this place. He said, surely, the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. The Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And so we come to church, church after church, time after time, time after time, and then we go. We come to church, and then we leave. We come to church, and then we go. 
and we do not receive anything because we cannot discern that where we are, the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. And until you step into the supernatural, you will never encounter God. It says, the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. He says, surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid. And suddenly he was afraid. You see, you are not afraid when you are in church. You are not afraid even when you are standing in church and you are lying because you cannot discern the presence of God there because you are so natural. Until you step into the supernatural, you will never be afraid when the children of God gather. And he says, when my children gather in my name, in my name, I am there in their midst. But you are not afraid. Amen. Amen. That is why many people are not afraid when they are in church. But Jacob, the moment he stepped into the supernatural and he discerned the presence of God, suddenly it was a wilderness. Suddenly it was a dry place. Suddenly it was a place where stones were pillows. But he was afraid. Suddenly he was afraid. Suddenly he realized that God is in this place. Now, many Christians are not afraid when they are in church. Amen. I say many Christians are not afraid when they are in church. He says, suddenly he was afraid and said, how dreadful, how dreadful is this place? This same place. How dreadful. How dreadful is this place? This is a dreadful place. I said, this is a dreadful place. Because the Lord is in this place. Amen. Amen. But you can never discern it. Because it is spiritually discerned. One day, one of our little girls came to me. And she said, Reverend, I was sitting there. And when you were preaching, I saw angels. Little girl. She says, I saw angels in the back. May the Lord open your eyes. Amen. Anytime we gather in the name of God, he says he is in our midst. Have you, have you recognized that? Yes. Have you thought about that? Yes. Matthew 18 and verse 20, he says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name. Have we gathered here in the name of Reverend Bright? No. Have we gathered here in the name of Pastor Chiani? No. Is that what? Have we gathered here in the name of Bishop Doug Heward Mills? Have we gathered here in the name of Jesus? Then he says he's in our midst. Jesus is in your midst. I said Jesus is in our midst tonight. Hallelujah. And he's here to wrought a miracle in your life. I said he's here to wrought a miracle in your life. Amen. We read a scripture in Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12 and verse 22. That you have come to Mount Zion. Unto the city of the living God. You have come to Mount Zion. Unto the city of the living God. The heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to the city of the living God. The heavenly Jerusalem. It says the heavenly Jerusalem. And to an innumerable company of angels. 
Beloved, put your hands together for the Lord because you are in the company of innumerable angels. Uncountable angels. Hallelujah. I say uncountable angels. Amen. You see, it's supernaturally descend. Supernaturally descend. Amen. So as we are here, there are uncountable angels in our company. I said there are innumerable angels in our company. But God can open the eyes of a little girl, a little girl, innocent girl, who is not in her natural, who is believing everything that she has heard in Sunday school. And the Lord opens her eyes and she says, Reverend, I see angels in the place. Amen. I see angels. Hallelujah. So we are here among uncountable angels. Innumerable angels. They are in our midst. But you cannot see them because they are spiritually discerned. That is why you can't see them. Francis, do you understand? We can't see them if we are in our natural. Amen. You can't see them. So you see as you are sitting here, you are sitting by your neighbor. And all you see is your neighbor that is sitting by you. And you can touch her. And you can touch him. And you can feel him. Are you with me? But there are angels standing in your midst. I said there are angels standing in your midst. I said there are angels. It's not only that neighbor that you are seeing with your physical eyes. There are angels in your midst. Angels in your company. And until your eyes are open. Amen. You will not see them. Hallelujah. When you step into the supernatural, you realize that there are angels around you. You realize that there are angels around you. Sometimes it feels that somebody has passed by you. And then you turn and then there's no one there. Sometimes as you are praying, you close your eyes. Because when you close your eyes, you are not in the natural. You are not seeing. And then you feel like something passed by you. And then when you open your eyes, you you can't see anyone. And you are there alone. I say you are in the company of innumerable angels. Yes. You are in a company of innumerable angels. Amen. Verse 23, it says, And to the spirits of just man made perfect. And you are also in the company of the spirits of just man made perfect. Now what does that mean? It means the men and women who have served God and have passed on and have gone to be with him in heaven, when we gather like this, when we gather like this, they are in our midst. The spirits of just men, they visit us. They come in our company. They settle with us. They sit with us. They sit by your ears. They, you can hear them talking to you. The spirit of just men sitting by you. And for what? Why do they come? So it means that we have spirit of just men like Abraham sitting by you. You have spirit of just men like Isaac sitting by you. Your spirit of just men like Elizabeth sitting by you. Like Zachariah sitting by you. Spirit of just men like Mary Magdalene sitting by you. Spirit of just men made perfect. They are sitting by you. And why do such people sit by us? For what? To encourage you. I say to encourage you. I say to encourage you. So maybe you are believing God for a child. And it has taken so long. And it's not coming. 
there's a spirit of a just man. Elizabeth is sitting by your side. I say, Mary, uh, uh, Sarah is sitting by your side. And she's saying, beloved, take it easy. I have been there where you are. Hear the words of the preacher. As the preacher is preaching, believe it. I have been there. You are in the company of the spirits of just men. Here to encourage you. They have come to visit you to encourage you and say, take it easy. It's not too late. It appears as if you are getting old. But I have been there before. I have been in your situation before. Spirit of just men in your company. Are you with me? So you feel like your situation has gone so low, low, low. Sometimes you are even embarrassed to talk about your situation. You are even embarrassed to talk about what is going on in your life. And you feel that your situation has gone so low, 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 low. But there's a spirit of a just man. Isaac is sitting by you. I say, Isaac is sitting by you. And he says, I was in Gerar and there was famine. And I was hungry. But the Lord says, stay. And I stayed. Joseph is by you. I say, Joseph is sitting by you. And he said, I was so low. They put me so low. There was no hope. I lost all hope. And there was no light. They put me so low of all the dreams that I had, of all the greatness that were revealed to me, how I dreamt of my life, how I thought I was going to be. I went so low, so low. I know how low you have gone. I have been there, just hanging there. The Lord is still with you. The Lord is making preparation. The Lord is bringing you up. The spirit of just men in your company. The spirit of just men. If you can step into the supernatural, you will take thine ease in whatever situation you are in. Amen. Maybe you are like Amos. There is no name. There's no, your last name has no recognition. There is nothing about your name. No one knows you. But Amos will tell you, I have been there. I felt like that before. I didn't count myself important. I didn't consider myself as anything. The Lord is with you. To encourage you. The Spirit said, when we gather like this, there are numerous angels, countless angels, and the spirit of just men to encourage you. Say, we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, and they are witnessing to you, giving you witnesses, and telling you, I have been there also. Your situation has been there. I have been unemployed before. You hang in there. I have been in your situation before. I have been looking for salvation before. I was not considered as anything. They considered me a prostitute. No one respected me. No one considered me in a society. No man will talk to me. But your savior, the savior, the savior is there. Mary Magdalene will give you a covenant. Mary Magdalene will encourage you. The spirit of just men made perfect. They are in our company. Hallelujah. And until you step into the supernatural, you cannot discern. Amen. Are you with me? And verse 24. And verse 24 says. Verse 24. It says. And to Jesus. The mediator of the new covenant. And to the blood of sprinkling. That speaketh better things. Than that of Abel. That means any time we gather. Salvation is around. Any time we gather. Anyone. Any time the children of God gather. Salvation is released. Salvation is released. The blood of Jesus is ready to cleanse you. Amen. The blood of Jesus is ready to purify. Amen. Anyone who will avail himself. Amen. The blood of Jesus. Amen. 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 Until you receive in the spirit. 
You cannot discern it. Amen. Amen. So when we are not conscious of this great thing, this supernatural events, we miss out on the things that God intends to bring to you. Amen. I say when we are not conscious of these things, we miss out on the great things that God wants to do in our lives. Now the interesting thing is that the difference between the natural and the supernatural is a very thin line. Wow. I said the difference between the natural and the supernatural is a very thin line. Amen. Amen. The difference between being in the world and being in the kingdom of God is a very thin prayer that is separating it. It's just a prayer, a simple prayer that is separating it from being in the world to the kingdom of God. Are you with me? The difference between going to hell and going to heaven is a very thin line. Very thin line. Very thin line. Very, very, it's just but a step. It's just but a step. Heaven is just but a step to decide, to make, to, to be able to go to heaven or to go to hell. It's just but a step. Amen. Amen. But it's so supernatural that you can't see it. You are just one prayer from heaven, but you can't see it. Amen. Recently, there was an old white woman that was in the hospital in the intensive care unit, and she was she was awake, alert, and oriented, but she has a terminal disease. And they told her that no matter what they do, she will die. But the family wanted her to fight on. They wanted her to continue fighting on. And there were so many family members that came around. And they wanted her to continue fighting on because they could see that she could speak. She's awake. She's alert. But she had a terminal disease. So one early morning, before the whole family came, I went to her room. And I spoke to her. And I asked her, I said, are you born again? She looked at me. And I said, when you die, would you go to heaven? When you die, because you are going to die, she says, I know. I said, when you die, will you go to heaven? He says, I hope so. I said, it's not a matter of hope. You have to make your salvation sure. Do you have Jesus Christ as your savior? She says, I think so. I said, well, then you can make sure now before you die. Do you want to make sure that when you die, you go to heaven? She said, yes. I said, do you want to receive Jesus Christ as your savior? She said, yes. I said, then pray after me. So I held her hand. Little old lady. And she prayed the sinner's prayer. And I left her hand like this. And I said, now you are ready to go. I said, now you are ready to go. Do not be afraid. When you die, you go to heaven. The step from hell to heaven is just but a step. It's just but a prayer. It's just but a simple step. You will jump from hell to heaven. And the family members came. A whole lot of them. Afterwards, and they came. And they were just around. And she just passed like that and they were crying crying wailing all around 
but I was very happy for her. I was very happy for her. It is just but a step. It's just but a step. She could have died in her sins. Are you with me? Yes. It's a supernatural thing. Will she go to heaven? Yes. Surely she will go to heaven. Amen. It's a supernatural thing. Amen. So you have to, if you don't step into the supernatural, you cannot receive anything from God. First Samuel. First Samuel chapter 3. We're almost done for the night. Don't worry. First Samuel chapter 3. And verse 7. First Samuel chapter 3 and verse 7. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you tonight? He says, now, Samuel did not know the Lord. Neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. May the word of the Lord be revealed unto you. I say, may the word of the Lord be revealed unto you. He said, now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. And the Lord called Samuel. Again, the third time. So God has come and called Samuel. And then Samuel ran to Eli. And then Eli said, I didn't call you. And then God called him again. Samuel, Samuel. And then Samuel ran again to Eli. And Eli said, I did not call you. So the Bible says, and the Lord called Samuel again the third time. And he arose. And went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. I heard you. You call me. I heard you. You call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. But Samuel was in his natural. So when he heard the voice, it was a natural voice to him. So he will respond to the natural. Beloved, do not respond to the natural. Because as long as you respond to the natural, the Lord will not speak to you. Because the things of the Spirit of God, they are spiritually discerned. Sometimes you are doing your quiet time. And then your phone, text message, kick, 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 and then you pick it up. And then you respond. And then you are praying. You go and look. You, beloved, you cannot be in the natural and receive the things of the Spirit of God. Are you with me? So he says, and Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore, Eli said unto Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. When the Lord calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. Don't discern naturally. Don't incline your ears to hear a natural voice. Step into the supernatural. When you hear that voice, step into the supernatural and say, you can't see anyone. You look around and you don't see anyone. But say, speak, Lord, thy servant hear it. Speak, Lord, thy servant hear it. Beloved, stepping into the supernatural, you will not see, but respond. You will not see, but respond. Amen. 
He said, speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood and called as at other times. Many times God has called you, but you are looking for a phone call. Many times God has answers for you, but you are looking for a physical thing. Many times God has sent you somewhere and you have met someone, but you are looking for a special man. You are looking for a man dressed up. Many times God has sent you a husband, but you can't see. You can't see. Many times God has sent you a wife, but you are looking for one with a long hair and chocolate color. And you have designed that in your natural mind. So he said, and the Lord came and stood and called us at other times. The same way. Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, speak for thy servant heareth, not seeing anything. And then what did the Bible say in the next verse? And then the Lord said to Samuel, behold, I will do a thing in Israel. When you step into the supernatural, the Lord will begin to talk to you. When you are acknowledge him in the supernatural, the Lord will begin to talk to you. As soon as he stepped into the supernatural, the Lord said, now that you have recognized the supernatural, I will speak to you. He says, behold, behold, hear me, my servant. I will do a thing in Israel at which both the ears of everyone that hear it, it shall tingle. The Lord is about to do something in your life. When people hear it, they shall tingle in your ear. I said they will tingle in your ears. They will be shocked to see you. I said they will be shocked to see you. If only you can step into the supernatural. Amen. I said if only you can step into the supernatural. Hallelujah. Are you with me? So he says, speak, Lord. Thy servant hear it. So it's a thin line. It's a thin line to be in the supernatural. It's a thin line between hearing the Lord and missing his plans for your life completely. It's a thin line. It's a thin line. Some of somebody is here, you are in a dilemma as far as decision is concerned. You don't know what to do. You are, you are in a dilemma of your decision. The when you hear a voice say, speak, Lord, thy servant hear it. Amen. He will speak to you. Amen. He will give you direction. Amen. I say he will give you direction. Amen. Amen. You are confused. You don't know. You are torn between two things to choose. Wow. Step into the supernatural. Amen. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. So it's a supernatural event to step into the supernatural to hear the Lord. But people who come to church and do not step into the supernatural, they don't live with anything. But if you can step into the supernatural, if only you can step out of the natural and step into the supernatural. Oh, maybe somebody should rise up and say, I am stepping into the supernatural. Say, I am stepping into the supernatural. Say, I am stepping into the supernatural. May you step into the supernatural. Do it prophetically and say, I am stepping into the supernatural. I am taking a step into the supernatural. And the Lord will speak to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You may be seated for a few more minutes. Wow. I'm 
Amen. People come to church and go home with nothing. But the ones who step into the supernatural, they go home always with something. I said they go home always with something. Because when you come to church, you are more conscious of the natural. You are more conscious of the time, your tiredness, you are sleepy. You are more conscious of your hunger, your food that is getting cold. And you are thinking of the food, whether you put it in the fridge or you did not, and it will spoil. And then when we will close, and you are more conscious of the night, you will not receive anything from the Spirit of God. Amen. You will not receive anything from the Spirit of God. As you are sitting here, you are thinking of tomorrow's work, and we will go to work. They say we are going to close at 9. It is 9.15, and then we are looking at your time, and then you will not receive anything from the supernatural. Am I preaching to somebody? Oh, yes. Yes. You are counting how many hours you are going to sleep tonight because you are going to work tomorrow morning. Isn't that so? You have no idea how much effort man has made to be here to hold this convention. Amen. So tell your neighbor, sit down and cool down. Say you are in the midst of numerous spirits. Of just men. Amen. Are you, are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So when you are so much conscious of the natural, you are so much conscious of the natural, you are conscious of your hair. You know, if there's uh, something in your hair, you keep fixing your hair. You are conscious of the makeup. You want to go to the bathroom to check your makeup. You want to go to put on the lipstick. You sang a little bit and you are sweating a little bit. You want to go and fix your makeup before you come again. Conscious of the natural. As you are sitting there, is my zipper completely closed? And is this? And you are wondering about all those th- you will not receive from the Spirit of God. Amen. You will not receive. So when we say that God is here, Angels have gathered here. You turn around and you look. You say, where are they? You say, where are they? Where are they? I don't see anything. I don't see anything. Yes, because you are so natural. You are too natural. And God is spiritually discerned. Amen. In the book of Revelation, the Bible says, he sent letters. The Lord sent letters to the churches. Are you with me? He sent letters to the churches. And the letters were addressed to the pastors as angels. Are you with me? They were addressed to the pastors as angels. But perhaps you have slept with a pastor before and you heard the pastor snoring. And then you are saying, ah, how can he be an angel who snores? Do you understand? You saw the pastor run to the bathroom. And he said the angel was wooing. One day, one of the children came to the bathroom, and I was in the bathroom. And then he was shocked that Reverend, <laughs> Reverend also wooes. <laughs> the child was shocked. I could see the shock in his face. And then he stood there for a while. And then he got confused. That, ah, is that Reverend? <laughs> 
But you see, the Bible says they, he addressed the letters to angels. He addressed the letters to the angels to read to the church. Do you understand? So perhaps there's a letter for you. God has written a letter for you, but he has addressed it to the angel of the church. And as the angel is reading the letter to you, as the angel is preaching to you, it's a letter meant for you from God through the angel of God. But if only you can spiritually descend, you realize that your letter is in the message. You have a letter, but it's in the message. You have a letter, but it's in the message that is given to the angel of God for you. But you have to be supernatural. Supernatural. But as you are sitting there, he's talking about me. The message is about me. You are too sensual. Sensual. He's talking about me. It's because of my issue. It's be, but as a letter written for you by God, but addressed to the angel of the church to read to you. Amen. But you can receive it. You can receive it. It is to deliver you from destruction, but you can receive it. It is to warn you, but you can receive it. You are looking in the natural. And you say, we are all humans. We all make mistakes. I'm preaching to someone tonight. I just want to read a couple of scriptures and then we close. Is that okay? Wonderful. Luke chapter 23. Luke chapter 23. How that the supernatural is just a step away from the natural. I'm showing you. Luke 23 and verse 39. Amen. He says, and one of the male factors, this is when Christ was on the cross with the two thieves, the male factors. And one of them, and one of the male factors, which were hanged, railed on him, saying, if thou be Christ, save thyself and us. Do you understand? You see, this is the problem that we have. You see, when we look at the thing, when we look in the natural and you see a man nailed on the cross just like you, when you see a man who is just like you, you cannot see the Son of God because you are natural. Are you with me? You cannot see the Son of God. So he looked at him. He looked at Christ. He says, if you are, if, he said, if, you, if thou be Christ, if thou be Christ, there is a version that is very nice. It's called the Berean Bible, but I don't think you have it. Do you have it? Okay, we are not advanced there yet. The Lord will bless us with a Berean Bible. It says, and one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him. That's like railed, like you, 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 you yelled at him shouting at him, teasing him, making, mocking him. If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. Save yourself and save us. But the other, say but the other. May you be the other. May you be the other who can step in the supernatural. 
as people are looking and discerning naturally and analyzing and assessing, sometimes analyzing language and grammar and how you speak and how you talk and how you wave your hand and how you move around and how you drink and how you eat. And how, there are some, there are others, they say the other who can step into the supernatural. So the Bible says, but the other answering rebuked him saying, does not thou fear God? Suddenly he saw God. The man was hung on the tree, but suddenly he saw God. The man was hung, suffering just like the two of them, but suddenly he stepped into the supernatural. He said, does thou not fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? You know, do you have another version? Give me another version, Let's, if you have another version. You don't have one. NIV, NLT. It says, verse, go back to, go back to, yes, it says, but the other criminal, the other criminal, so maybe go to verse 39. It says, one of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed. So you are the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself and us while you are at it. Why you are saving yourself? Save us also. Then he says, the next one, but the other criminal, say the other criminal. The other criminal protested. Don't you fear God even when you have been sentenced to die? Beloved, you have sinned and you are sentenced to die. A Syrian ready to perish. Do you not fear God when we offer you salvation? You are throwing it away. And he says, save yourself if you are the Christ. If you are really God, save yourself. If you are really Christ, why did they hang you? If you are really Christ, why did they do this to you? Why did you allow them to spit on you? Why did you allow them to beat you? Could you not have kicked them? Could you not have fight them? Could you not have called angels to fight for you? If you are the Christ, save yourself and save us. But someone stepped into the supernatural and said, don't you fear God, even when you have been sentenced to die. We deserve to die. Beloved, we deserve to die in our sins. We deserve to die for what we have done. He says, we this, this is, this was, he was preaching the gospel to this person on the cross. He said, we deserve to die for our crimes. But this man has done nothing wrong. He hasn't done anything wrong. He was the lamb without blemish. And he's the only one that can save you. So he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He said, Jesus, remember me. He just stepped into the supernatural and immediately... A man who was just about to enter into hell. Look at what happened to him. The next verse. Quickly. And Jesus replied, I assure you, today, since you have descended in the spirit and your eyes have been opened, today, say today, say today, say today you will be with me in paradise. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. He said, today you will be with me in paradise. When you step into the supernatural, your situation will change. When you step into the supernatural, things will be transformed totally. When you step into the supernatural, 
That is when you can descend. That is when you can receive the things of the Spirit of God. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? When you step into the supernatural. So between hell and heaven is just a step away. It's just a step into stepping into the supernatural. You are a step away from salvation. Somebody is here, you don't know, you don't have Christ in your life, but you are a step, just a step away. It's just a prayer to acknowledge that he is the son without a blemish, the lamb without a blemish. You die for my sins. Jesus, remember me when you return into your kingdom. A step away. A step away. A step away. I say a step away. Say a step away. A step away from salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe there are some people here, your dead situation, they are a step away. A step away from coming to life. If only you can step into the supernatural and receive the things of the Spirit of God. Amen. I say your dead situation is just but a step away. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Your healing is just a step away. Your breakthrough is just a step away. Amen. Your promotion is just a step away. What you are waiting for is just a step away. Move away from the natural and enter into the supernatural. You can see, but you say, I acknowledge you, God. I know you are here. I know you are with me. As I'm going for the interview, I can't see you, but I know you are with me. I know you are going to speak with me. I know you are going to put words in my mouth. And if you can acknowledge him in the supernatural, you will see. The man was seeing a natural man on the cross. But he could see that this is God. This is Jesus. The son of the living God. Hallelujah. Are you with me? You want me to share one more with you? Okay. Okay. We are about to close. John chapter 5. Verse 1. John chapter 5. It says, after, after this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, there is at Jerusalem, by the sheep market, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Beth- Bethesda having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Tonight the pool is stead here. If there's anyone who will be able to step into the supernatural, you'll receive your healing. You'll receive your restoration. You'll receive your breakthrough. If there's anyone here who can step, tonight the Lord is stirring the pool. Is there anyone who can step in the supernatural? Is there anyone who can jump in the supernatural? If only you can step in the supernatural. The pool is there for you. He says, if anyone can step in, he was made whole. But there are some, they will never step in. This man, he has sat there for 38 years. And he's waiting for somebody to pick him up. 
But if you have value for the supernatural and step in, you'll be made whole. I don't think that God had a plan that every year he saved one person. Ah, That God wanted to save only one person a year. But I believe that there were some people who had made themselves some big people around the pool. And when one person enters, they say, hey, 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 no more. No more. Next year. Come. Come. But if only you would let people around, just ignore the people and just move in and step into the supernatural. It doesn't make sense to you. It doesn't make sense to the people who are looking at you. But you are stepping into the supernatural. You are sitting there and you are praying. And people are looking at you as if you are talking to yourself. As if you are crazy. But you are stepping into the supernatural. Beloved, if only you can step into the supernatural, your breakthrough is just a step away. Just a step away. Amen. One day, Jesus was going to a certain place. And as he was going, there was a big crowd. A big crowd around him. And they just following. Some of them were just looking. Some of them just came to, let me see this man, this man that people have been talking about. Who is he? Is he tall? Is he short? Is he dark? Is he light? Who is this man? The, what language does he speak? Uh, how does he eat? Does he even get hungry? Does he, people came to just look. But there is one person. There was one person. As the people were, the crowds were there and they were moving around, he was, she was just coming and just bamboozled and stepping in and kicking them. She had an infirmity. She, she was bleeding and she wasn't supposed to touch people. Because if you are a woman at that time and you are bleeding and you touch people, you have contaminated them. But she said, I don't care. I will break up protocols. I don't care what will happen to me. I am stepping into the supernatural. I am walking into the supernatural. I am walking to my miracle. And as she was walking, as she was bamboozling and getting around and moving through, she touched the hem of his garment. People were seeing nice gown. Oh, she is poor. The garment, the gown doesn't look like a God's garment. He's not wearing anything rich. He doesn't look like this is what they call the king of the Jews. Look at his garment. Look at his gown. It's all torn and broken. They look very old. They were assessing his clothes as they were watching, as they were following him. But she just wanted to touch the hem of that old garment because she was stepping in the supernatural. And when she touched that garment, the Bible says immediately, 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 she felt in herself that she has been made whole. Immediately. If you can step into the supernatural. Hallelujah. Amen. Last scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. It says, For he, are you with me? I am teaching you a very important concept. And if you can grasp this as a Christian, you will always enjoy the presence of God. If only you can grasp this concept, what I'm teaching you tonight, you will always enjoy the presence of God. 
1 Corinthians 14 and verse 2. He says, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men. Do you understand? So, Robert, as I'm talking with you, as we are chatting, as I'm, I'm just talking, and you understand me, and I'm talking, and I'm talking, I'm talking to you. You understand me? He says, he that speaketh in an unknown, so I can be talking like this. He says, but unto God. He says, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men. So, as I'm talking like this, as I'm talking like this, I can switch, and I begin. Shabori mazatokinda, rabasutinda. You doesn't make sense to you. You don't understand it. You, it doesn't. It, it sounds like gibberish. It, it sounds like foolishness. It sounds like a language that doesn't exist. But the Bible says, at that moment, I step into the supernatural. I am not talking to man anymore. I begin to talk to God. Beloved, the step between the natural and the supernatural is just a step away. I will move from talking to you and you understand me and I will move into the supernatural. I am in a different world. I am in a different world. He says, he speaketh not unto men but unto God. At that moment, for no man understandeth him. How be it? How be it? In the spirit, he speaketh mystery. Beloved, stand onto your feet and begin to jump into the spirit by speaking in some tongues. Beloved, pastor, Maruse Kabrayando Remazute, Makabayando Riamazatokinda, Mazule, Remasakatakadun, Narabazu, Lebre, Kindere Mazata Kabrayan Delebeze. Jandori andaramaka bayandere berebezu lebre kandori andaraba zandori amanama kandere makaba yando lebre zandarama mashantaraba sabori andaraba balaba mikaba jump into the spirit jump into the spirit begin to speak in tongues you are now entering into the spirit you are now entering into the spirit your healing is coming as you are entering into the spirit your breakthrough is here god is about to do a new thing now you can find the lord you can discern the things of the spirit of god you are stepping into the supernatural you are stepping into the supernatural you have moved from the natural and you have now jumped into the supernatural in the name of jesus Oh Jesus, move amongst your people as we step into the supernatural. The Lord is moving in his midst. He says you are in the company of innumerous angels, countless angels, the spirits of just men, the spirits of God's men made just. Oh, Maruse Tebreyanda Ramazu Lebro Shantereberebe Kebreyanda Ramakaba Mazanta Ramakaba Yandalaba. Your breakthrough is a step away. It 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 is a step away. In the name of Jesus. Iakama Yandori Andere Makaba Yandoli Andere Mazandori Andarama Shebreyandarama Kaba Yandere Mazo Lebreyanderema Kinderebereberebe. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Mayandore Makaba Yandori Andarama Zama Yandarama Kaba Yandarama, 
the Lord is doing a new thing in your life. As you are stepping in the supernatural, your breakthrough is coming. As you are stepping in the supernatural, salvation is coming. As you are stepping into the supernatural, what you could not do before, some of you are getting into your marriage. You are receiving your child. You are receiving your husband. You are receiving your marriage. You are receiving your wife. In the name of Jesus, your job status is changed. Your immigration status is changed. Because now you are descending. You are stepping into the supernatural. In the name of Jesus. Ikabayandori masatabrayandalama. Makabayandalama satoriyandalama kaba. Shindele makabayandalama. In the name of Jesus. Oh, masholi makanda. Perhaps you are here tonight. You are here tonight. You feel that your situation is like that of Jacob. You feel like the pillows that you sleep on, they are like stones. You feel like you are in a wilderness. You are in a very difficult situation, in a very difficult place. Oh, tonight the Lord is touching you. The Lord is touching you. The Lord is visiting you. He said that there was a descending and ascending. Angels ascending and descending. The angels of God are ascending and descending tonight. In the name of Jesus. The angels of God, they are ascending and descending. In the name of Jesus. He said they are ascending. They are taking your problems up. And they are descending with answers. The Lord at the top of the ladder. Watching over his children. In the numerous company of angels. Angels are dispatching answers. Angels are dispatching rewards. Angels are visiting the children of God. Angels are here. Angels of God are here. As you step in the supernatural. If I were you, I'll begin to pray because you're speaking in tongues. You are moving into the supernatural. You don't understand. Ah, Shalakabo, Rema Satoria, Maruse Barina, Maruse, Karuse, Lana, Mazule. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Ikabayan Doriandaramazato, Lebreyandaramakaba, Mashantere Makabayandaramazalo, Lemakabayandarama. And there's a diagnosis that doctors has placed on you. Doctors have given you a diagnosis. Tonight, as you step into the supernatural, the Lord is sending your healing. Your healing is here. You are stepping into the pool of better. Ah, the pool is there for you. The pool is there for you. The pool is there for you. Bethesda is your pool tonight in the name of Jesus. Rema Satabayandaramakaba. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands. If you have a very difficult situation, your situation is comparable to that of Jacob. You say you feel like you are in a wilderness. You feel like even the pillow that you are sleeping on is like a stone. You are in between a rock and a hard place. You don't know which direction even to take. You don't see a way forward. If that is your situation, just place your hand on your chest. A difficult situation. 
Situation that is beyond you is impossible. When you look around, you don't see any help coming from anywhere. The Bible says the Lord was with him. The Lord was with him. Place your hand upon your heart. So we draw I pray for you. The Lord is here. He says you are amongst the company of innumerable angels. There are angels here as we have gathered in the name of the Lord. Oh yes. Ramaso teke in your presence, Lord. So we draw near. Yes. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Your children have gathered because of you. This gathering is not unto any man. But it's unto you, Jesus. It's unto you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, Jesus. A difficult situation. A difficult situation. A hard place. Oh, yes. There is a place. Oh, yes. A place of safety. Here in your presence, Lord. Here in your presence, Lord, there's a place, there is a place, wealth your face away, wealth your face away, here in your presence, Lord, here in your presence, Lord, that's why we draw so we draw nearer. One here this afternoon, Jesus Christ is not your savior. You have not given your life to Jesus. If you are here this afternoon, you want to give your life to Jesus. You say, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to receive Christ in my life. Maybe you come to church every Sunday, but you know deep in your heart that you are very far from Jesus. You are very far from God. If you were to die today, you are not even sure where you will go. If that is you, this afternoon, I'm giving you this great opportunity. Why don't you lift up your right hand with all eyes closed, every head bowed. You say, I feel very far from Jesus. I want to give my life to Christ. If that is your prayer, do not leave this place without giving your life to Christ. You may not have that opportunity again. You may not have that opportunity again. He said, be sure of your salvation. Be sure of your salvation. If that is your prayer, I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are. Just lift up your right hand and I will say this short prayer with you. Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? Lift up your right hand and I will say this short prayer with you. Father, we thank you for the gift of salvation. We thank you, Lord, for the sacrifice you made for us even whilst we were still sinners. Lord, you sacrifice. You lay down your life for us. We are grateful unto you. We thank you for your word that continues to light our path. We thank you, Lord Jesus. May you keep us, preserve us, deliver us from the wicked one. Deliver us from his subtlety. Deliver us from his lies. Deliver us from his deception. Deliver us from bad counseling in the name of Jesus. Deliver us from ungodly counsel. Deliver us from the counsel of the ungodly. Lord, may you keep us. May your word 
be a guide unto us. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, behold your children. Lord, as we have gathered according to your word, Father, we are in the midst of a numerous company of angels. There are countless angels amongst us. And Lord, you say the angels ascend and they descend. They are first ascending because they are bringing our issues before you. They are bringing our issues to the throne room of God. And they are descending with answers. Lord, let there be answers. Father, as we step in the supernatural, let there be answers. We acknowledge your presence here. Let there be answers. We say you are a God amongst your people. Let there be answers. You say God himself is in the midst of his children. Father, there are the spirits of just men testifying and witnessing and encouraging us and saying we have been in a hard place before. Moses is saying I have been in a hard place before. I have been in a place where there was no way but Lord made a way. The Lord will make a way for you also. The Lord is making a way for you. The Lord is bringing you a breakthrough. The Lord is sending a breakthrough. Receive your breakthrough. Receive the way. Receive the light. The Lord is shining a light in your path in the name of Jesus. Now you are walking in the light. You are walking in your path. He is the God that opens a door and no man shuts. A door has been opened. Enter the door. Enter your door. Receive your key and enter the door in the name of Jesus. Father, we are thankful. We are grateful for this first night for your visitation. We thank you for the doors that have been opened. We thank you for the breakthroughs. We thank you, Lord, that you have lifted up a standard against the spirit of the enemy. We thank you, Lord, that you have brought down the wall of opposition, the wall of frustration, the wall of resistance, the wall that stands in our way, that prevents us from going forward. We thank you, Lord, for opening these doors in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe you've been blessed by this timely and powerful message. We invite you to join us on Sunday afternoons for our Duel of Heaven service and Tuesday evenings for our Word Power service. For more messages by Rev. Brian Nkrumah, please subscribe to the QFC Bronx North Podcast or contact us at 929-247-0738. Stay blessed.